Good morning and welcome back to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Michelle McAdoo filling in for Liz Gill this morning with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASC certified. Good morning, Alice. Good morning. Allison, I just renamed you. I get called that all the time. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Alice, Ashley. Alice, look, I've known you for going on two years. Like, I, get, I get called that all the time. That's funny. funny. Well, how's everything going with you? How was your really week? Good. It's very good. Very good. Since what are you it's working been a busy on? Week. Working on lately. Well, I, I did some body work on my own car, and uh, and that we had Jason Mariscalco, the body guy, in. That's a good friend of mine. He's doing the work on that. Where I backed into a pylon, so four hundred dollar problem later, and that's a friend price that I got. So yeah, that's a, that's the main thing I worked on this week. Um, is getting my car back looking good. So not <laughs> only do you work on other cars, but you work oh, on yours yes, as well. Yes, yes. So in, tell everyone, anything. it can happen to anyone. It can the happen best to anyone. Of, but, you know, you know people, so you're in the game. You're in yeah. the game. Yeah, I got, I got, I'm lucky wow. with that. Wow. Any challenging um, scenarios going on, something that's giving you, puzzling you? Well, I've got something cool going on this weekend. I want to mention it while it's on my mind. Um, I'm going to the charity event. It's the Ronald McDonald House Charity Autocross and Car Show event in Millington, Tennessee this weekend. There was a guy who called in last weekend, and if he's listening, uh, he'll be glad to know I'll be there. I'll be racing a little NC MX-5 Miata. It's a 2006 version and a, a little gray one. Uh, we'll be trailering that in with my friend that's going to be co-driving with me. And so I'll be racing the, at the autocross there for that event. And so that's it's a charity event for Ronald McDonald House. So it's pretty neat ordeal. And it's just north of Memphis, maybe not even an hour north of Memphis in Millington, Tennessee, um, which is really cool. So for that person that called in, I don't remember his name. Um, I'm going to be there. If you see me come up and say, hey, if if any of our listeners are there, um, come say hey. I'll be I'll be walking racing. around racing. I'll I'll have a shirt on that says my name. I'll tr- I'll try to make sure to have my shirt on that says my name. That says it just says Allison on there. Wow. And maybe maybe you recognize me. I'll have my ASC certified hat, hat on. on. Yeah. And, and look <laughs> you like enjoy a racing. Absolutely love wow. it. Wow. I, I can it's see amazing. you behind the car. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Speaking of racing, hair in your wind in your hair yeah. and uh, going really fast, having the elements coming in the car. That's what we're talking about today. Sunroofs and moonroofs. And we're going to get to your questions about your particular cars, but that's a good question. Let's start with that. What is a sunroof and a moonroof? What is the What's difference? What's the difference? Mm-hmm. So they apparently, you know, the cars back in the day when they had the the tilt where just a sunroof would mm-hmm. just tilt up a little bit or you could take it out altogether. Supposedly that's called a sunroof. And then the moonroof is the kind with the tinted window that recesses into the headliner, and that's supposedly called a moonroof. But of course, it's interchangeable. Or people call them people call them all sunroof. Right. And then that original design they don't do really anymore, so they all retract. Or either they stand still, like in my sister's van, she has these moonroof panels that go through the back of her car that are like little glass panels in the sunroof, which are kind of neat. I've seen that the yeah. new cars where it's mm-hmm. the total car. Yeah. Sunroof, so it expands the front of the car to the back. Now that's yeah. something new. It, yeah. In the last what couple of years, yeah, we've seen the 
entire yeah. car has the sunroof. They're really cute. But, yeah, you know. it's it's neat. It's neat. I love it. I haven't ridden in one with the, the whole roof like that, but I imagine it's pretty neat. But like in my sister's car, they keep the visors closed on theirs because it's so bright. Oh. So I don't know if it's really a good and thing. And it makes it hot in the summertime. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm not real sure if it's like a good or a bad thing. In my car, it's funny. You can hit the button when you first get a new car. You're trying to figure out what does yeah. what. And you hit the wrong button. Like you said, it yeah. opens a little bit yeah. or it retracts the whole way back. I tell my daughter, make sure it's closed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and not just still open a little, still little bit. bit. Exactly. Because yeah. I have an 09, so I still have the, it can open a little bit okay. to get a little air yeah. in or you can go all the way back. Okay. And then I do have the um, visor over it as well. So yeah. I can close. Manually I can, do that. Mm-hmm, I can okay. open it up if I want to see outside and not have it, actually have it open on a sunny, cold day. Okay. Like to, well, today is not sunny, but uh, yeah. it's kind of cool today. Yeah, it's cool today. But I do like on a sunny Saturday afternoon in the wintertime, I like to open it. Sometimes you feel like you're outside a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I do that. But we're um, also taking your vehicle repair questions. If you have a question of anything, what's going on from tires to sunroofs to engines to anything, Allison is here ready to answer your auto repair questions. So let's talk about uh, moonroofs and sunroofs. Um, how did when did you know when they first um, came into existence? I have no idea. I imagine it was something. It was. It could have been as early as some of your first cars if they put a little visor or something mm-hmm. that they could just retract and and move back i could see them adding a feature like that f- from from way back but um no probably mostly you see convertibles from back in the day once that got popular then it was all about the convertibles you know right you know once once that got in style um and that s- style came out so that's pretty cool but what, so i don't know how long it's been out it's been it's been a while though you probably know. probably has yeah and then in the 90s and stuff you started seeing a whole lot of sunroofs and and stuff like that or then you have the t-tops too the t-tops those were really cool for through the 80s for a minute there you think about it it used to be um well, a luxury and now it's yeah. almost standard Yeah, yeah, almost. Wow. So what's the most important thing a person should know when maintaining their sunroof? So the main thing about it, it does have a cleaning interval. Um, I've seen it recommended that once a year you need to do a deep clean on it. And that makes sense to me that you'd want to get in there, deep clean it. And um, I didn't even know you to had to clean. I, I yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, well, it's, it, so they will get stuck and stop working right if you don't maintain them and keep debris out of them. Debris gets down up in there. Like leaves? And leaves, and, pine needles, and, okay. and debris, different rocks and dirt. And, and if you drive over a dirty area, it's going to be worse. You know, if you drive through a gravel road or something like that on a regular basis, it's going to be worse. So you want to clean it more often than once a year. But there There's a process you can go through to clean it. You want to vacuum it out with a vacuum. Get in there, get all the debris out that you can, wipe it out. And then on the grease parts, you want to re-grease it with the lithium grease on the on the moving parts and get in there with the rag clean all that up really good and then and then regrease it and you, and clean you, you hear me laughing down. right yeah i'm laughing when you're saying degreasing and wiping something down with a rag is yeah. there somewhere we can take our car to to a specialist who 
can degrease and wipe down our uh, sunroof? I've never heard of like a specialist for a sunroof, but I assume that body shops would be somebody who have dealt with that a lot, maybe with problems of sunroofs and wrecks and stuff like that. So they're used to dealing with getting them back working properly. So I'm going to assume a body shop. If someone knows, if there's a body shop listening in, they can call in and say whether or not they do that. would be really, really good. Or they specialize in yeah. sunroof maintenance. That's really neat because I, I did not think about maintaining your sunroof. I just yeah. think it, it works because my car works. You know? I didn't even really think about it. Like I, It's something I've done before, but I didn't think about it as regular maintenance until doing this show. I've learned so much, too, doing this show. That is wonderful. And I hope everyone it. has uh, listened yeah. to the show because I, I know I have yeah. engineering this show every week, learning something about the car, and I yeah. go back home and tell my friend, well, no, Allison said, and you know, yeah. he's a man, he's like, Allison, just because Allison said it, that means it's right. Yeah, Allison said don't do this anymore. <laughs> well, let's go to the phone lines. We have our first caller of the show. It's Timothy from Louisiana. Good morning, Timothy. You're on the air. Good morning, y'all. Hi, how you doing? Oh, reasonable. You know, I, I used to buy um, used Japanese motors out in California when I needed a new motor for my car. Yeah, because they import them from Japan. That's right. Low, they're low, they were low mileage, you know. Right. Do you know if that's still available? Yes. Or do you know any place in the south that I can do, you know? I don't know anywhere in the south. It seems to be like California is the hub for it. But I had to get one from one of those Japanese import places, engine import places. Uh-huh. I use Soshin in California and they were great to work with and I had to replace the engine in my Prius a couple of years ago uh-huh. so um, that's well, that's like how that I got my uh, total yeah. was about a grand but I had a hookup so <laughs> all right, all right. but well, yeah I need you, one for my Scion you need one for your Scion okay yeah I've got 340,000 miles on that sucker oh wow I've already, re- I've already rebuilt the top end one time and I'm thinking oh, okay. hey, you know if I could just get a new front clip, you know the, right. you know the whole dang thing, that would be. Well, you if know, you if can could, email us, what's our email address, Michelle? If you can email us, and then I can email you back the company that I used and the name of them. They were fantastic, and they actually gave me their personal phone number, and I dealt with them exclusively to get the engine for my car, and it was a great price for it. I got a car, I got an engine and transmission for seven hundred and fifty dollars shipped. Uh-huh. It's auto. Was it Yoshimura? No. Was it Yoshimura? Okay. It was, was Soshin. There are multiple places, though, but this is the one that I had found and I really like. What's, what is it, Michelle? What's yeah, the so email the, address? Um, you can email alto at mpbonline.org. That's A-U-T-O at mpbonline.org. And we'll get that uh, message to Allison. Yeah, oh, did, groovy. Thank you, you ladies. That? I appreciate what y'all do there. You know, I live in Louisiana. Yeah. I listen to MPB because y'all are so far superior to these the, the Louisiana Public Radio. I mean, you're like night and day. Wow, thank that's great you to so hear. much. You know, thank you. We, so, we appreciate you. the love, You know, like the I just love. I miss Rita. Boy, how do you? Know? <laughs> well, you know what? You could see her on um um out there in the Instagram land or social media yes, land yes, or her comedy show. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. she's in New uh, New York right now, but yes. her comedy show sipping on uh, this tea is out. You can actually purchase it. So if you want to see what she's doing, uh, just uh, log on and, and ch- check her out. <laughs> Good for her. Thank That's you awesome. so much for listening. 
Well, we're going to take our first break of the show, but we're going to continue talking about sunroofs and moonroofs and how you can keep them working correctly. But, of course, throughout the day, we're taking your personal vehicle questions. If you have any question about motors, tires, engines, anything you want to talk about, Allison is here ready to answer your auto repair questions. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 877 7464. You can also send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. Is your car under recall? Well, we'll have a list of the ones that are when we get back. You're listening to AutoCorrect only on MPB Think Radio. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. You already know MPB Think Radio is a direct result of donations from listeners like you. But instead of counting the size of your donation in dollars, how about axles? Trucks to motorcycles, cars, even 18-wheelers. Your donated vehicle of any size helps fund the programs here on Think Radio. For more information on how to donate your vehicle, visit mpbonline.org support. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. This is MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo filling in for Liz Gill today along with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, ASC certified. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, Michelle. I love being with you on this side of the um, glass. It's really neat sometimes. Yes, it's fun. It's it is. Different. It is a little different, but it's fun. It's fun. And I get to learn a lot more being this close to you and ask you all types of questions. Yes. So today we're talking about sunroofs and moonroofs. We talked about earlier the difference between between a moonroof and a sunroof. Is there a difference and why do people say sunroofs and moonroofs? If you have questions about your sunroof or your moonroof, you can give us a call and of course give us a call about any of your vehicle repair questions. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 877 You can also send us an email. Our address is auto at mpbonline.com Org. Well, we have calls on hold. Let's go to Edwin. He's on the road. Please be careful, Edwin, and <laughs> talking to us. Good morning. Good morning. You have a question or comment for Allison this morning? Yes. A, a, thanks for taking my call, by the way. You're um, welcome. First, I want to ask her about um, how did she know she needed to change her engine on her Prius? How like, did I know? Yeah. No, it, it dropped a lifter and the valve started tapping. It started clapping. Oh, okay, gotcha. I said that'll be um, an engine. Okay, <laughs> I have a I have a '97 Ford Everstar. In fact, I talked to you about it once before. I had a, a bring it to a powertrain place here in the Gulfport called Stan's Powertrain. So they put some new gears in there and stuff like that. But what I want to find out, it's got like 190 um, eight thousand miles on it, and it drives pretty good. And I was wondering, should I think about 
um, get a new engine, or I guess how would I know when it's time to get a new engine? You start losing power. Um, okay, is is one major major thing because it, it and you start using oil is another thing that could be okay. a problem it starts using oil really really bad and then if you get a crazy noise like it knocking or clapping uh-huh. like like mine did then you know you need an engine so that's just some some examples of when you know that your engine has gone bad and you need another one if it's running smooth driving smooth it sounds good then it's fine mm-hmm. So if yours is, okay. is still in good running condition, I wouldn't worry about that at this point. One so. concern I do have with it, I don't know if it's um, normal or not, but um, I have to check the um, transmission fluid pretty often. Not that, I'm sorry, not the radiator fluid pretty often. And I'm not really sure if um, if you're using too much fluid or what. Are you? But is it, it like using fluid? Basis. Yeah, is it yeah, low? It's low, and I check it on a monthly basis. You so must have it, um, a, a leak somewhere. What you do is take a radiator pressure tester, and you put pressure on the radiator, and it'll push okay. it out, and you can look and see where it's coming from. And those testers are expensive to rent, but you get all your money back. It's about $180 at the auto parts store to rent one. Okay. and uh, Or you can have a shop do it and put a pressure tester on there and see uh, where the leak's coming out from. And they may not charge you for that because it's so quick to do. It's it's and that it, if you do the repair with them, they may not charge you for that. If you don't do the repair with them, they'll probably charge you for diagnosing where that leak is coming from. But that's how you diagnose a leak on or when you're losing coolant. That's one way to do it. Okay, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Well, thank you, Edwin, thank you for, for calling. calling the show and listening today. We're going to keep it go- moving and go to Memphis and speak with Ela. Good morning, Ela. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Allison. How are you? Hey, doing really great. Good, thank Thanks you. for calling. You have a question or comment this morning? Um, yes. First of all, thank you, Mississippi, for awesome programming. Memphis sucks. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I can say that on the radio. But well, I you just did. So. <laughs> so that's fine. That's it's that's honesty. I like honesty. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, I feel dumber listening to that, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, to my car. Uh, brakes. So I I have had a good relationship with the dealership that I actually purchased the car. My car's ten years old, so. And um, and I re- recently kind of felt like maybe it's time to check the brakes. So I had them check the brakes, and the guy's like, oh, you got 50% left. I'm like, oh, okay. So I happen to have to have my tire changed, and so I was like, yeah, maybe we should check with them, too. And they're like, oh, you should get it changed immediately. It's a 10%. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure in the past couple of months it didn't just go 40% less, you know? Right. I didn't wear it out. So I just, I don't even know who to trust at this point. Like, what do I, what's the what, you know? Like, if I take it to a brake place, obviously they're going to want to change it. So, you know what I mean? Right. Um, those places they make quick money off of brake jobs, so some so some people are a little bit shady, unfortunately, out there, and they'll want to do a brake job when it's not due. It's just it's a quick. It can be. It shouldn't be a quick, easy job. I like to take my time and grease everything correctly and clean everything up correct. Um, I don't know if they do that on the speedy jobs, but I would go with the dealership on this one. That's someone you have a relationship with, and and. And if they weren't being honest, they would be telling you you needed to replace it. Sound like they're being honest and saying.
and you have pad left on your on your car and so that's I would go with what the dealership said on that um what tire place was it was it like Firestone or it was I mean it was good it's Gateway and I've had a relationship that was with Gateway because I always get my tires from them okay because it's warranty and all that stuff okay so you know I I, I was disappointed to hear that big of a difference you know and now I don't know who to be disappointed in you know I would go with the dealership, and then when your brakes do get to where they need to be replaced, they make a scraping noise. So that's one indicator that you'll know for yourself that that it needs replaced. So the dealership is probably correct. If you're not hearing any noise from your brakes, then the dealership is probably correct on that. Do you still have 50% pads left? So it makes noise before it hits the rotor? It'll yeah, it'll it'll just make noise altogether. Sometimes it'll stop when you push your brakes. But okay. but it'll make a squeaking sound. They have a little oh, okay. piece of metal that sticks out and that hits the rotor when it gets close to the rotor and when your pad is worn down and it's it's called it's it's called an audible sound indicator or, or it has a fancy name for this one little piece of metal that <laughs> s- sticks out and it'll scrape and squeal. When you hear people squealing with the brakes or squealing, it's usually their time. They need their pads replaced. Okay, because I thought that noise came whenever you actually already hit the rotor, and it was the rotor that was making the noise, but I was obviously wrong, so thank you for that. You're um, welcome. Cool. I feel like 100% better now. Yay, thanks. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, thank you, Hila, uh, for you uh, listening to MPB Think Radio. We love it. And Memphis... We're not going to yeah. say you suck. <laughs> we, we love our Memphis we listeners. We love our Memphis listeners. We love all and our all listeners our as well. Now we're going to uh, move on to Corinth, Mississippi, and welcome Carl to the show. Good morning, Carl. Good morning. Ladies, I have a question about sunroofs and, and uh, moonroofs. I don't know the difference, but uh, I remember I'm a little bit older than you ladies are, but back in the uh, 60s, I believe, maybe in the 70s, Cadillac or General Motors, and their sunroofs had a uh, photocell, uh, but that's what I would call it these days, that continually acted as an air conditioner. So anytime the car was turned off and the moonroof was open, it was it activated the solar cells and kept your car cool during the day. When you came in and got in your car, it was like the air conditioner had been on all day. Do you know of anything like this that's that's current, or is this something that's gone away, or you haven't heard of it at all? I know. Actually, there's a guy, he goes to the Eurofest. I I would uh, be cool if he was listening in. He's a a friend of mine. Um, He likes to show his Mercedes that has a retractable moonroof, I guess, and that's these fancy ones that we were talking about. This one folds all the way down inside the car. It's like part of the convertible top, and there's a button that he can push that goes from clear glass to tinted glass at the flip of a switch. And that's something similar to what you're talking about, I think, and it's really neat, 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 neat little Yeah, it looks like the industry, it looks like the industry these days would come up with things. I mean, we have all this this uh, uh, roof over our heads. If it was covered with photo cells, you know, why do we need the air conditioner under the hood and, and the uh, you know all of that? I think they are working on that. Like a lot of these new electrical vehicles you see coming out, they're using sun panels and this type thing on the car itself, on the roof and everything, to keep them cooler. Reduce the need for coolant. 
circulation and so on. Right. Okay. Well. Yes. Uh, I'm just wondering if you anything that was recent that was going on. So uh, I'll, I'll be listening to your show, and, and I appreciate you, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Carl. We're going to stay on the phones before our next break and talk to Paul from Bogachita. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. How are you, folks? Doing great. Good. Good. I got a question on replacing brake fluid. I've been seeing some stuff recently that suggests this should be replaced relatively frequently. Uh, is that true? And would that be done when you have a brake job done? Okay, good question. Um, so when you get your brakes done, it would not be done at the same time. Those are two separate jobs. And unless you're getting a caliper replaced or something like that, but that's generally it's two separate jobs. So you want to ask specifically for your brake fluid to be refreshed. And every two to three years, um, depending on usage, is generally when your brake fluid goes bad and starts getting enough water buildup in it from the condensation of the heat cycling that the brake fluid does because brake fluid gets really hot. And then when it cools down, it condensates, and then that, that water absorbs into the brake fluid and eventually you get a spongy pedal. And when you replace that brake fluid, one of the first things you're going to notice is that your brake pedal is going to feel firmer and better. And it's so that's therefore it's safer also. It also keeps that water out of your system that corrodes the insides of your of your brake parts and especially like your ABS pump, which is an extremely expensive part. They usually run averages about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a part for the ABS pump if it go, if it was to go out. So it's a good preventative to keep your parts working good. Your insides of your calipers and your pistons it keeps them from rusting and and needing replaced. The insides of your brake lines from breaking down and that sort of thing that that would need replace over over time. So relatively frequently every two to three years to me that is relatively frequently every every two to three years is when it's recommended to replace your brake fluid when that pedal starts getting spongy you'll some people notice the difference some people don't but um most most of that i've done brake fluid changes on they did notice the difference in the brake pedal i certainly did and um it's going to make it firmer and you'll and it's safer to do so you don't have to push so hard on your brakes to, to get your brake to work all right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you, good Paul. Question. Good question. A lot of people are learning. I'm learning new things today yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, we're going to take another quick break, but when we return, we'll continue taking your auto repair questions and talking about sunroofs. Ela and Elmer from Gulfport, hang tight. We will get to you when we return. If you'd like to be a part of the show, the number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can also send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. What's an unreliable car not to buy? Well, we'll get to that after the break. If you're listening to AutoCorrect, only on MPB, Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app.
Welcome back, and thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo, filling in for Liz Gill this morning, here with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker. And today we've been talking about sunroofs, moonroofs, and taking your auto repair questions. Now, I hope you've downloaded our MPB Public Media app to your smartphone. If you haven't, go ahead and do so right now. It's very simple. You can click support the support button and make a contribution if you like as well. We rely on your contributions to maintain our national programming and high standards, of course, that we uphold. You love listening to AutoCorrect and our other local programs, so we need your help to keep that happening. Again, click support on MPB Think Radio on mpbonline.org and see how you can help today. All right, Allison, we've had some great questions this morning. Yes, about brakes and um, engines and things like that. Sunroofs, all kinds sunroofs of and everything. We found out what a what a sunroof is yeah. and what the difference of a sunroof and a moonroof is. Yeah. We're going to go back to the phone lines and speak with Elmer from Gulfport. Good morning, Elmer. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You have a question or comment for Allison? Yes, I have a 2001 Chevrolet Geo Tracker. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's really a, cool. It has a half convertible top. Yes. Over the back seat and backwards. Yep. Uh, and it has the moon roof over the front seat. Yep. Um, I bought a new top and I tried to find the molding to, to go around the top and sides of the convertible top. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm at my wits end on trying to find that molding to hold that convertible top in place. The moonroof is fine. I see. I see your conundrum there. Um, wow. that's You've got me stumped on that. That's something that a body guy might would know. Do you have a, a body shop that you like to use or that you has a good reputation? Maybe, maybe you just ask them what they recommend or where they would find something like that. And that's a rare car. So... Yeah. You may you you may really I could see where you'd have a lot of trouble looking for that part for it because the, the only thing I think of is if one showed up in a junkyard and if maybe you're lucky the weather stripping was in good condition. It's so, been out of plastic and yeah, okay. and I cannot drive the car in wet, in wet weather or cold weather because yeah. I can't put the top up and mm. secure it in place. Mm. Oh well, well. well okay, goodness. well. A body shop is the answer, perhaps. That's that. That's who I would go to. Those are experts on tracking down stuff like that. Um, they have to be. Or a restoration shop, if, if you knew someone who does restoration. I don't do restorations on cars, so I don't know as much about sourcing those things like that for your car. Um, but a, like a restoration shop would be a, another good one. Someone who does the um, any kind of car restoration. They may have a... A, a, a source or know something or somewhere that you can get it from or something that you can replace it with that'll work that'll get the job done that you're wanting it to do so that's my thoughts on that I got you because I've called and there's no place to get that part through Chevrolet or yeah. General Motors yeah I imagine there's not yeah they probably sold those out a long time ago mm-hmm. yes you can buy the tops online but you can I had the new top Without that. Well, I, I, <laughs> I thank you for your info. You're Thanks welcome. You good work. Thank you. Good luck on that. 
All right, That's Elmer. a really cool car. That I like is. retro cars like, like that. Retro cars. I do. I like retro weird cars like that. <laughs> Everyone is like, "Hey, what's your favorite muscle car?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I like muscle cars and all that, and you know, and they're cool, but that's not that's not what my favorites are. I like weird. Do you, do you know, even know what a Geo Tracker is? It's like a little Jeep. It's I think like I wanted Jeep to say thing. yes because when he said yeah. the car t- uh, name, I'm like, I, I remember Geo Trackers. Yeah, because I and then the Geo used to Brand. love them back in the day. Yeah, that the, was the, the cool car. Cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're gonna stay on the phone lines and go to Simba. Is it Simba? <laughs> Good morning, Simba. Simba with the D. Simba. Simba. Good morning. Walnut. Good morning. I called several weeks ago with the Fiat that had a key second ignition. Oh yes. Well, I'm back in business. That's fantastic. So what ended up being the fix? Uh, There was a transmission fuse blown. Wow. And because the car had stayed off power for so long, it had to be reprogrammed. Oh, okay. So they told me at the dealership that it took 15 minutes to repair. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And they were well, able to fix now. it, no problem. And I think we did say go to the dealership is something they may have dealt with, if I recall correctly. I hope I said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you for calling and letting us know what was the fix for that. Um, we have, you know, we're helping people so much here, and I have no idea am I actually helping people. So getting feedback on that, that's a big deal. I really appreciate that, Cinda. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is wonderful. Getting those uh, callbacks and saying, you told me what to do, and it worked. That yeah. really makes you feel well, good. Well, on that one, we were, I think we are actually, we were stumped a little bit because mm-hmm. it was just such an unusual thing. And they were like, that's got to be some kind of Chrysler wiring situation because Fiat's uh, partnered with Chrysler now. I don't know how much of them are intertwined as far as making cars go. But I'm so glad that was a simple fix for Ooh. her and it wasn't a gremlin that they couldn't right. track down and that they knew so that's goes to show that sometimes going to the dealership is is the it's way to go valuable. for certain like things the call mm-hmm. we had earlier mm-hmm. you said that's let right. the dealership and sometimes yeah. like you said trust in the dealership you feel better yeah. when you go to the dealership because they're really not going to steer you wrong they actually yeah. work on those cars you know for your late, for your later model stuff for sure and um so sometimes it's it's, it's a time to go to the dealership sometimes it, it sometimes it is sometimes you really want an independent small shop for some of your more complicated issues, but I'm glad that that was able to help her and they knew what was going on. That's, that's really good. Well, see, guys, if you're listening to uh, our show right now, we really actually make a difference in your life and the life of your car. We're going to stay so. on the phone lines and go to Magnolia and speak to John. Good morning, John. Good morning. How you doing? Doing great. You have a question or comment this morning? Yes. Uh, I was uh, wanting to ask about a 2008 Dodge Dakota. Uh, do they have any recalls on that particular pickup truck? Well, I tell you what, you can look at, and this this will give you more information than just recalls. But it's carcomplaints.com. Or you can go to the nhtsa.gov. That's the government website. Uh, either one for looking up recalls. The the one that I, t- I talk about all the time, carcomplaints.com, also tells you what problem areas your car has had reported from consumers. And it also shows the NHTSA recalls, TSBs, and other information that has been reported to the government 
on your car. So carcomplaints.com has more than just what the government website has, but either one of them will show you the recalls for your car. So that's um, yeah, that's what I would check. Like a, it has like a, like a crazy situation going on with the signal light. When you turn it on, yeah. it, it just, when you turn it on, it, it, sometimes it'll come on, sometimes it won't. And then when it do come on, when you turn it off, oh, it just continue blinking. Sometimes you turn one side on, the other turn side come on. Oh, my gosh. And then I, then I had it fixed. I thought I had it fixed. Took it to a certified guy. Yeah. And it ended up, I guess, the new switch. That's why I wanted is it, it the switches that they're buying, some kind of recall on the switches. So that's a brand new switch in there, and it's still... It's a problem, you know. People think you're drunk or crazy if it's falling yeah. you, right? You're like, this fool turn on to the right and he throw the left. <laughs> you know? I, I'm oh, trying goodness. to get that corrected. Yeah, my Dodge, my turn signals act up in it, um, and I'm not sure what the problem is oh, with it. Oh, I, ha- I haven't yeah. tried to fix it yet because it's just it's like chasing, chasing down a gremlin with these... We kind of yeah. have a running joke here about dodges. So. Yeah, I'm sorry, though. I'm sorry I didn't mention this other thing. It happens sometimes when you turn it on. Uh, the, the wipers sometimes won't work. I mean, oh, no. work when it, this, this happens in the, when it's raining. Uh, you can turn them on well, all day right. when it's dry. It'll come on. <laughs> it'll but if it's raining, every now and then you got no wipers, and then you got wipers, and then when you try to turn it off, it won't go off. It just keep on... I, I don't guess it's a dead man truck, right? <laughs> right, I hear you. Uh, oh, I hate to say it, but Dodge is notorious for for electrical gremlins. Um, Liz has a Dodge van, and I have a Dodge van, and both of us have basically had to disconnect a lot of different things in our car just to wow. keep it from driving us crazy. I think both yeah, of us well, have disconnected all the locks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, on, I'm soon to buy a truck. Unfortunately, they're, they're known for that. I wish it's I knew a fix chivalry. for it. The only thing I could recommend, and you may have already done this, is go to an automotive electrical shop that is specifically for automotive electrical problems and ask them, are you okay on working on these Dodge issues? And see what they say about them. <laughs> oh, that's good. Hopefully they're not hesitant and they're, right. they're feel comfortable in, in tracking it down. That's that's what I would, would, would recommend. It could be a relay sticking or... That's kind of what it sounds like. It's like a relays acting up. As far as the switches go, I, I mean the turn signals. I have no idea why they act up like that. That's um, bizarre. All right. Well, thank you, John, for calling in. And he just had me think about another question about cars. And you, like you said, chasing down the gremlins. When you yeah. have an issue like that, and you don't specifically know why it's acting up, or he thought he got it fixed and it's still acting up. Yeah. It seems like sometimes with cars, you can go to so many different places, spend yeah. so much amount of money trying to get one little thing fixed. And that's scary sometimes. It is scary. Because you never know if it's going to fix the problem or, like you said, if it's electrical, they can they have to find the one wire that's causing the problem. Is yeah. it even worth it sometimes? Yeah. Well, in his car, he, he needs his wipers. He needs those turn signals. Well, I mean, is it worth it to try to find out what's the yeah. problem or just get another car or sometimes? Just, or just get another car. Because the amount of money you spend, you know, um, yeah. My infinity. When I had yeah. that electrical problem uh, two years ago, yeah. the guys were telling me, "You might as well just 
get something else because wow. that yeah. one electrical problem in this infinity, you would have to take it back to infinity to figure out, to get a map of where this electrical problem is coming from. Yeah, it can be a little bit hard diagnosing electrical problems and sometimes it's been, sometimes it's not and it's quick like the lady with the with the key was right. saying with the key problem. 15 minutes. That wouldn't work. Yeah, so it's worth it to at least ask them to find out and try to get an idea of of what they can do. So It's up and down, isn't it? Just that. like, sounds like your, like your body. You never know. Yeah. You have to go to the doctor and see what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to take our last break of the day. Hold on, Lee, my friend Lee from Woodville. We're going to come back to you when we come back from break. If you have a question or comment about sunroofs, moonroofs, or any particular auto repair question, the phone lines are open. You can give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 Or you can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. This is AutoCorrect, only on MPB Think Radio. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit and Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Joining me on the show each week are healthcare professionals who add their expertise to the discussion. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. I'm Michelle McAdoo, filling in for Liz Gill today, along with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. And today we're taking your auto repair questions, along with talking about sunroofs and moonroofs. Now that uh, we have a few lines still open, you can call one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four to get your auto repair question answered, or just to talk to us about sunroofs or moonroofs. Well, we have um, three calls on hold, but uh, before we get to that, um, Allison, again, tell us again about um, how you clean, how will you, would you clean your um, sunroof or your glass moonroof? Is there a difference on how you clean it or something that you shouldn't put on there? You shouldn't use vinyl dressing for it. It'll tear up the rubber in there, so don't use that. You want to use uh, just some mild detergent and water to clean it, clean off the rubber parts. In gaskets and um, and then add a little bit of grease where it's supposed to be greased on the on your parts on your moving parts and then another thing that we didn't mention was blowing out the drain holes and on there it's it'll cause leaks when that gets filled up or bugs will get in there and make little nests Ew. yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Well, Java wanted to know about um, watermarks. I guess you were talking oh, yeah. about how to clean it. We've had that question mm-hmm. before. We've had that question two or three times on the show. Um, for watermarks, what we ended up finding out was it's just elbow grease on cleaning it, cleaning it off using a, uh, a window cleaner and just a lot of elbow grease. And and that was it. So we've had that question a lot. To help keep it off, you can actually wax your windshield with the same stuff that you use on your paint and mm-hmm. put a little wax layer on it. It's the same as putting Rain-X on. It's a little better than Rain-X, and that helps prevent watermarks. All right. Because, so. I mean, it's going to get marks on it because it's glass. You know? Right. So mm-hmm. that's good points. Good points. We'll, um, now we'll look at our moon roofs and sun roofs differently now. I know yeah. I will. I know. <laughs> yeah, I need to clean that. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to go back to the phone lines. Lee from Woodville has been holding on very patiently. Good morning, Lee. Thanks for calling. Good morning to Ms. Michelle and Ms. Allison. Hello. All right. What I have today is a hypothetical. Oh, okay. If in the event the great Camille King and Ms. Allison um, and Michelle were out and they picked up DJ Java (laughs) and none other than the great Kevin... <laughs> it sounds like a fun trip. All right. Next stop, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. And they were in the van, and they had the big, the big um, sunroof in there. And when they started out on their journey, it just happened to start to rain, and they had the dreaded problem called a drip. How is it that a car owner? could have that repaired without costing too much and without tearing it up. Good I'm hang question. Up on that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. I like that scenario. I like that. We Hypothetical. Might, yeah, we might go on a trip together, guys. I didn't know where we were going with that, but that, that was good. <laughs> Um, that's where we're talking about cleaning it up really good with the vacuum and then finding that drain hole where the rainwater goes through and cleaning it out with pressurized air and having that cleaned out and you just hit it with pressurized air and it should come all the way down out of the car. You can get a piece of wire and stick down in there and turn it around and clean up in there and shove it through um, the drain hole also. So that's that's what you would do about that in that hypothetical situation <laughs> to to clean up your sunroof and keep it from getting that, that awful drip and uh, the leaks. Well, Lee, you know what? You're going to have to have that sucked out and clean before me, DJ Java, Allison, and Kevin go on a road trip with you. That's going to be yeah. fun. when we got to figure out where we're going, guys. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But you did, uh, Allison, you did um, teach us a lot today about yeah. maintenance on your uh, moon roofs and sun roofs. And think about it. We just keep driving. We don't even think about maintaining it. We think it's a part of the car, and it's going to always be fine. work. It'll work, yeah. That's good. Well, we have our last call today, Wilma from Memphis. We have I love our Memphis callers. Good morning, Wilma. Good morning. I've got a 2019 Prius, which I love. But Allison, nice. you make me curious. You said you had to put a new motor in yours. What year is yours, and how many miles do you have on it? What happened was, is this is a Toyota engine that they put in a few different cars. They put them in this four-cylinder. They put it in the Camry and the, and the Corolla. And um, on my car, it's between the year of 2000 and 
2008, I believe, in 2012, that same engine was in there, and they had an oil consumption problem. So yours is okay. Yours doesn't have the problem. They fixed that problem um, eventually, but it took a few years before they to get it. And mine had high mileage before it happened. It was it happened at a, about 190,000 miles. Oh my gosh! Okay, well I'll quit worrying. Then. No, yeah, you know, don't worry. I don't want to make you worry on that. So mine was a uh, a situation where it was just a Toyota engine that happens to not be good for a few years. It's one of the few things Toyota's ever done wrong. Okay. Was this spe- specific four cylinder engine? Okie dokie. Well, thanks a bunch. Thank you. Thank you, Wilma. You scared her a little bit, uh, Allison. (laughs) I'm sorry, folks. (laughs) Well, you know what, Allison? You don't actually scare me. I really listen to things you say. And like I said earlier in the show, I take a lot of things you say and take them back home. My boyfriend is like, just because Allison said it doesn't mean, yeah, it does mean well, it we need to start something. doing it. It means a lot. I hope what I say means something. Well, before we run out of time, <laughs> I want to ask, how often, we talked about doing these uh, routine maintenance um, on your moonroof and sunroof. How often do you have to do those? So you? if you're on a dirty road, you want to do it pretty often and clean it up. Um, uh, more, more often, probably every time you clean your car. But you can get away with doing a deep clean on it once a year is what I've seen recommended from from people who were pros on dealing with the sunroof and, and, and from my research on it. So that's what you want to go with is about every year, do a deep, deep clean on it, pull out the vacuum, clean it out, wipe those, it down. Um, edges you said. Get all that debris bugs. out of there, wow. all that stuff out, and then blow the compressed air through the drain hole, keep it clean, and, and then grease it back up, and you're good to go. Sounds complicated, but I bet it's not. It's like yeah. I said, it, it just keep it, if you keep something clean, you don't have to have the issues that will come up because uh, tell us how much ballpark figure would it cost to get your um, a sunroof or moonroof repaired if like the motor went out? As far as I know, well, it, it, as far as I know, it's a little bit of an expensive repair. So you wouldn't want to let it get in the condition where it would start acting up if possible. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, with the body guy, Jason Mariscalco, that was my friend that came in and was a guest on the show here. He said they all eventually leak. And, uh, and that was his feelings on it, and that's probably due to lack of maintenance okay. on it, mostly. So if we keep uh, the maintenance up, maybe the maintenance they up. won't leak. Maybe they won't leak. I learned something today. I'm going to go to my car in a little bit and look at my uh, <laughs> sunroof in a different way. We want to thank you guys for joining us today. Again, I'm Michelle McIntyre. I filled in for Liz Gill on the other side of the glass today. I had a great time. Our call screener and engineer was Java Chapman, running around like a chicken with his head cut off on the other side of the glass. We want to thank you for joining us. Now, for Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as the Lady Auto Mechanic, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Up next is our Thursday Southern Remedy Show, Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. Join us again next Thursday at 10 a.m. for AutoCorrect, only on MPB Think Radio.